Yo, 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 yo. What is up, everybody? It's your boys. This is Sauce Thinking Podcast. My name is Felipe, joined by my co-host. I almost said Rowan Marcelino, but it's just Rowan. I'm like I mean, Lecrae. It's not just Rowan. Yeah, I'm like Zendaya or Lecrae. Adele. Yeah, it's just Beyonce. Rowan. Beyonce. Cleopatra. Throwback. That's a fake person. She didn't actually exist. She did exist. Easter Bunny. <laughs> okay. Hey. The boogeyman. Boogeyman is one word. Pusha. <laughs> I don't you lost me already. Pusha T. Um who else? Brush Fa- your teeth. Facebook. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> You're disgusting. Uh Hey guys, how's it going? Comment down below what your favorite place to sleep in a hammock would be. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's how you want to start this episode? Me personally, a uh, two-person hammock by myself reading a book. Comment below. Smash that like button. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> your question was... Your favorite place to fall asleep in a hammock. You said two-person hammock reading a book. That's what you're doing while you're in the hammock, not a place to fall asleep in in a hammock. The horse's name was Friday. You're sick. (laughs) False. True. My... 21. I would probably want to fall asleep, like, next to the beach. Always. Where would you hang a hammock? Palm trees. Palm trees don't grow by the beach. Yeah, they do. They need dirt. You, They got dirt. Do they? There's trees by the beach. Mm. I don't think so. And then you could hear the waves. I'll put you right out. What? A, You're having issues with your glasses, too. I know. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. The headphones is not, not very kind to the glasses right now. Not right now. I've never hey, had issues before. a year ago today, I got my glasses for the first time. Hey. So... There you go. You can see clearly now that you're not blind. It's funny that this intro is cool, clear, and calm when it's about to get hot up in here. Hot and steamy in this room. I hope not. Are you ready? Nope. Uh, This episode on The Saw was doing something new podcast. We're about to do something new. Uh, Is it technically new? Because we're just doing... Technically, we do new stuff. We can't Every week. not. We can't not do something new. That makes sense because we're talking about something new. So yeah, but we almost everything is the same. We're just talking about something new. I guess new format though. I guess it's slightly every new every episode we do do something new. Uh huh. You said do do. I yeah I did. <laughs> no, I think I think it's slightly different, but I don't know. It just doesn't feel different enough to say because it's not topical. Like we're not going on a topic. We're not doing, We're like, doing topics. A, theolo- a theological thing. We haven't done a ton of studying for this. Like, we're not doing a whole crazy deep dive into something. We're just about to get, I was about to say, we're about to get real passionate. Well, that's it's hot a weird way to say it. Hot, steamy, yeah, and said, passionate. Oh, no. <laughs> this is the Hot, Steamy, Passionate pro- uh, Podcast with your co-hosts, Felipe and Rowan. Yeah, I think that's going to give us the wrong vibe. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Uh, 
<laughs> okay. We should probably move on uh, before I say something inappropriate. Yeah. That someone's going to yeah, come should. up to me later and be like, did you know that you said? And you're going to have no idea that you said. Well, so one time, I guess, see, <laughs> now I'm embarrassed. But apparently on the podcast, I was not embarrassed to say this. Someone did bring up to me the fact that I compared math to the Holocaust in one of our episodes. And they're like, yeah, we couldn't believe that like, you were saying that. And I was like. Who said that? I did. No. <laughs> who who came up to you? Are we really going to name drop here? No. <laughs> is it, well, I mean, <laughs> is, it, where, is this someone that I would know? Yeah. I'll tell you afterwards. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, they're like, yeah, we couldn't believe, like, you said that. And and they were, they thought it was funny. But, like, they were like, yeah, that was a little, little out of pocket. You and say I, a lot of And I remember, I remember thing. saying it, but I just don't remember, like, what. And I remember the context and everything. I don't remember. I don't remember you saying that. I don't remember the context. Um, anyway, yeah, I was just like. Yeah, I think I remember that. I just don't remember that being as bad as I thought. Are you cramping? Yeah, I got it, though. Wow. Okay. So what do you say we get into this very new, very different episode? Yeah. We are uh, We're about to do something. Uh, anyway, I'm not going to go over this again. I feel like I always do that because I feel like I always got to intro everything. I have a really bad cramp in my foot right now, and I'm trying to Just get chew it. on it. Eat a uh, banana backwards while doing a cartwheel. Okay. So we're going to do a hot takes episode because I felt like that would be fun. Uh, so Rowan and I have both come out with um, different different hot takes, different ideas that we have that might be a little controversial. Maybe they're not, depending on if you've listened to all of our episodes. You'll be like, yeah, these guys definitely believe that. Or you might be like, after listening to these guys, I kind of agree a little bit. Or maybe this is your first time listening and you don't know what you're signing up for, but we're about to do some hot takes that might be a little controversial, might not be. We're going to talk about them uh, and their opinions, but I think that they're good opinions uh, once we break down uh, what it is that we're talking about here. Sure. And I think I think you can kind of, there's going to be conversation had uh, from these uh Hot takes. Yeah. And I think um, that's where we'll do some learning. We can hash out. Because I think it's important to hash out things about our faith. Uh, like if you have questions, I think you learn more in the discussion than somebody teaching you. Uh, which is the good thing about our podcast is that we don't, um, we're not preachers preaching in a pulpit. That's alliteration for you. Preachers preaching in the pulpit. Yeah. Um, but we're we're just two dudes in a basement um, talking to one another and just through conversation you can you can learn a lot facts I have a joke but I don't think it's gonna fit the mood uh, should we should we jump right in who's giving the first hot take I like your hot takes you I feel like, like we should we should we should go wait what's mine <laughs> I think we're, we'll definitely flip-flop, so I'll go, you go, but you want me to go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. Whew, okay, I Here think... Here we go. What's your hot take? Your first hot take. Here we go. Lay it on us. My first hot take? Yeah. Ooh. 
Okay. Me personally. Yeah. I think. Tell me. American Christianity sucks. Agree. <laughs> All right. So that's a hot take. Uh, here's my. Go on. Elaborate. Yeah. Here's here's my thing. Um, I have another hot take that has to. Ow. <laughs> I have another hot take that goes into, um. Uh, more so like the nationalism aspect, which me and Felipe have a dis or are gonna have a, I think discussion on because, yeah, um. So I won't focus too much on that, but I think uh American Christians tend to, um, for for the purpose of this, they tend to focus more on their rights as Americans, than what they have to do, as Christians. Because Jesus commands us to do certain things, and um, Americans often let their rights get in the way of stuff like that. I think uh, a perfect example, um, and I, I could even see, say like they identify more with their political parties than they do with Christ. Um, but for the rights aspect, I think the example that I would give is... Um, just with COVID in these past years, um, yeah. I think COVID has been a huge excuse for Christians to not be Christians uh, with people saying, well, I don't want to get the vaccine or I don't want to wear a mask. So, you know what? I'm not going to go to church or I'm not going to. Or the opposite. Yeah. I, I'm just giving an example and I want to keep my train of thought. Oh, okay. So. Sorry. My bad. No, you're fine. But um, I think. The way the way I've seen it go is, um, if we use masks, just as a an example, I don't want to wear a mask, so I'm not going to go to church. And then you start losing your community, and you start losing like what Christ meant for the church to be for people. Um, you say I don't want to wear a mask, so I'm gonna go into buildings without one, and then when, when people and then get in a shouting match with people once they t tell me to like put a mask on that's not showing the love of Christ to anybody yeah. like walking into a private business where the rule is you got to wear a mask like i don't care if you think it sucks or something like how can you like spread the light of Jesus when you're more focused on your rights on whether or not you should be able to wear a mask like I feel like that shouldn't be your utmost thing. And I feel like it that whole conversation gets in the way of you spreading the gospel. And it gets in the way of you um, because it it puts what you want, what you believe is right in front of what God wants and what God believes is right. Like, would you go up to heaven and like stand face to face in front of God and God's like, why didn't you go, like, witness to this person? And you're like, well, I had to wear a mask if I went in the building. And it's my body, and I don't want to. It's my right not to wear a mask. God's going to be like, I don't care. That person is missing out on salvation. Well, I don't know if this is exactly how the conversation goes. But, like, people, people could be missing out on salvation because you won't just go into a building without a mask on. Like... And and I don't I don't see how that, um, jeez, I don't I don't see how that is uh, progressing the 
kingdom of heaven at all. Yeah. And and like you said, it goes. I think both you mean advancing. Yeah, sorry. Um, and I and I think it goes both ways because um people get in. I've seen. Well, I'm not on Facebook, but like me and Felipe have talked about it because I think Felipe's gone in this as well. Uh, but yeah, like, I've gotten in Facebook arguments with people. Yeah, Facebook ar- uh, arguments with people who are all for the vaccine, and Felipe's uh, trying to give. Um, just a different perspective, and you're you're so you're so like tied up in what you think and what you believe, and what you believe. Like, if only people believed that strongly in God, or had that much conviction when talking about Christ. Yeah, like this world or Jesus would be back already, right? If we were getting into arguments that passionately about Christ and defending Christ to that extent, like. You wouldn't be able to stop us, right? Yeah. But when if if anybody like when it comes to our faith, we're kind of like, eh, like whatever. But as soon as somebody is like, I don't believe in mass, it's like, well, I have to write a whole paragraph attacking them and like all this stuff. And it's like, that doesn't what does that have to do with Christ? Like, how do you like I I just think Americans American Christianity has been kind of detrimental because there's been this focus on what you deserve or what. Yeah, I. It's funny as you're talking, I the only thing on my mind is that we're going to get flagged on Spotify for oh, talking, for about, talking COVID. about COVID. But um, I think even more than that, and it's it, I think it's been made more. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it's been brought to the spotlight more because of things like COVID, because people's rights were, sh- quote unquote, um, attacked. Yeah, attacked, which they weren't, uh, to some extent, I think. But that's a different topic. Yeah. Um, but like we've had that going on for the longest time, and it's because in America. We have a, I want to say we have a God-given freedom in the sense of not being super like, yeah, red, white, and blue. But like, literally, I think God has really blessed us here in America to have the freedoms that we have where we can worship freely, where we can gather freely, where our lives are not on the line every single time we gather for a church service where we can own Bibles and, and have the choice to read them or not, you know, like, and, and I think that's, that's where American Christianity sucks is we have two, I, I would almost say we have too many freedoms, right? Like because we don't have persecution because we're not really persecuted, our faith is pretty weak, you know, like how many scripture verses do we have memorized? How many, how many, um, you know, like how many people are we discipling? How urgent are we about telling people about God? How urgent are we in the way that we live, um, in the way that we carry ourselves as Christians? We're not. We have Bibles that we don't read. We, you know, like I, and this is me being honest for a second, like I have like off the top of my head, I want to say at least three different versions of the Bible that I don't read. And they're just sitting on my shelf. 
You know, like I don't read the Bible as consistently as I should, as often as I should, or as long as I should when I do read. And I have I have at least three Bibles on my bookshelf. And that's not including like that's including the ones that I'm not counting right now because I know that I have at least three. But I have like maybe 10 Bibles on my bookshelf. You know, like we have that here in America and we don't read it. We're called to spread the gospel here in America and we leave it up to other people. We think spreading the gospel is like pushing your religion on somebody. We think, um, what else are we called to do? Like we prayer, you know, like the fact that we can pray openly and, and honestly, the fact that we can gather and we choose not to go or, to church. We choose to go to water parks and vacations and whatever. And we choose to sleep in and we choose this instead. And like our faith is, com yeah. is uh, our God is really comfort here in America. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the minute that we're pushed out of our comfort zone, the minute that we're pushed into accountability, the minute that we're pushed. And listen, there's nothing wrong with vacations. There's nothing wrong with water parks. There's nothing wrong with sleeping in do that on the saturday like get to church you know like do what you're called to do as a christian but our god in america isn't the god of the bible a lot of times it's the god of comfort yeah and like you look at the early church and like paul and stuff like that you look at like what they went through what kind of government and world that they were living in and it didn't stop them it didn't slow them down from spreading the gospel right Paul wasn't like, man, I'm on fire for Jesus, but like, man, that Roman, that Roman Empire, I really think, really infringing on my rights. Yeah, I really think that I should walk into the Capitol and start talking to them about how unjust I think they are. Yeah, right? like you're not gonna, I don't think you're gonna read that about Paul in the Bible. Like Paul, Paul, Paul got harmed for Christ, not his like political views. Yes. And I want to say this because I just thought of this. Um, our, our theology and our understanding of God is so whack <laughs> because our theology and our understanding of God is, is viewed through a lens of either politics or or something other than what the Bible actually says. You know, like, and this goes on both sides of the aisle. Like, having like I will see conversations with people on Facebook, let's say that are strict, strictly on the right, and everything that they say about God has to do with some something through the lens of, conservatism is that a word conservatism yeah conservatism i feel like that's yeah. a word maybe i think people know what you mean and there are other people that i will see that everything that they know about god is viewed through the lives of progressivism that's definitely not a word but you know what i'm but saying I, liberalism I and it's sure that's it's, a good word i was gonna say more like social issues and stuff like that or that but just in general mm -hmm. like so you have people that really don't have good theology because if they did they would line up in the middle because we are called to care for people but we're called to be holy we are called you know like we're called to fight for people but we're also called to love the church and stand on morals and like do all these things so, like there is a middle ground mm 
But like our theology in America is especially is whack because we don't read the Bible. Again, it goes back to comfort because we don't have to read the Bible. Right? Like our Bible and our doctrine comes from the news that we watch, comes from our favorite politician, comes from our favorite podcast. Yeah. Comes from our favorite pastor that we don't always fact check uh, with the Bible. Or our favorite preacher. And it's like, we just take whatever comes our way because we're lazy. And so our theology in America is whack. And I feel like, you know, like when, and I think it was very well exposed during the past few years when you see, like, at least for me, I see Christians on just like picking two extremes or picking an extreme. And it's like, what? And I feel like it's an underlying issue that's been there all along because your theology is whack to begin with. And you just never had anybody confront you about it. And now that people are getting comfortable and they're not going to church and everybody's online and everybody's taking to social media, then all of these thoughts are coming out. The things that you've been hiding that's been whack for years. And now you're posting them and it's like, whoa, your theology is like really bad. Yeah. Yeah, for real. I don't know if we want to go into this too, but I feel like I think the church really took a hit these past few years because I think I've seen so many people The I don't, this might be it. Uh, Another hot take? A tangent hot take. All right, go. What's um, your tangent hot take? <laughs> but um, churches weren't meant to be virtual. Um, and Ooh. Uh, Agreed. <laughs> yeah, that's why, Whoa. Um, that's why I, I didn't, I wasn't sure if that's a hot take. Cause, um, that is a hot take. I think a lot of, yeah, you know what? I think it is, a, it might be considered a hot take, but it's a correct take. Um because I think um, church is supposed to be a community. It's supposed to be a family, right? It's supposed to con- be connecting with brothers and sisters in Christ that you wouldn't otherwise be connecting with. Yeah. Like, when you're a part of a church, you're kind of forced to be with other people that if you saw on the side of the street, you'd be like, yeah, I'm yeah, not going to talk-, talk to that guy. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which... Church is awesome for that. And it's not supposed to be virtual because it's supposed to be a community. It's supposed to be almost like your your family, right? There's a support that goes into it. So when you are watching a, if you're like, yeah, I go to um, a church down in, or I go to a, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I attend church. I, chin, I go to, I'm part of the online campus of a church in Dallas, Texas. That's what, yeah. Like, that's you better go say. somewhere. Like, no, you just watch YouTube. Vi- you're just like, you just watch YouTube videos whenever you're bored. Yeah. Right? Um, which, nothing against YouTube. Um, one of the things that I found really uh, that's helping me is listening to uh, church services um, of other churches, like in podcast form on um, Spotify while I work and stuff like that. It's a very long way of saying you listen to like different podcast sermons. Or sermon podcast. Was it a long way of saying yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. No, because <laughs> I think I'm not attacking people who upload their sermons on, like, YouTube and stuff like that. That's not what I mean. Because I think you can go 
you can like watch those sermons and get a lot out of them because like sermons are one reason why you could uh, go to a church service. But um, going to a church building um, is important because there's a community. God created the church so that we could be a body together. And you can't be a body together when your idea of church is sitting on your couch in your underwear, like eating hot Cheetos while like watching somebody in Texas. That's not a community. That's not a body. You're not connecting with anybody who's also in Christ Yeah. because you spend your entire week with secular friends, with people who are not of God, which is good because you need to be getting out there and spreading the gospel. But like going to a church is how you get connected with people who relax you, right? Because it's relaxing to be... Or challenge you. Yeah. Well, like, I think today is a... And encourage you. I think today... And uplift you. Sorry. I think today is a perfect example because my, I guess, Friday, Friday, Saturday, I'm working and I'm in practice, like, constantly, and so I, I really don't have a time to breathe, and I spend all. Can you talk into the mic? Sorry, <laughs> yelling at me. Speaking of being challenged, sorry. But I spend all week, like, um, in practices and stuff like that, and I'm around people who don't. I don't think there's a single like believer that I am around those two days, and it's constant. And then, and I think. A lot of people, when I explain to them what I do on Sundays, it doesn't make sense because I got to wake up at like six o'clock uh, to help out with worship. And then I'm uh, not home until really. Jeez. We got through one point. <laughs> um, <laughs> Felipe is giving me the five minute warning. Um, <laughs> anyway. People get really confused when I talk to them about my Sunday because I wake up early and I don't get home very late um, and stuff like that. And it's funny because Sundays, and I, that's what I was going to say, this this Sunday is a great example. I'm tired, but the, and this sermon that um, Pastor Kevin gave today was very, like, convicting. He shouted at a lot. He got very passionate, and it cut like it. It was a. It was one of those sermons that hurt a little bit, but I have never felt like more re- well rested and more relaxed, right? Because what none of my f- secular friends can give me is that rest that Jesus provides. Yeah, right. Is that community that I find with other people where I can finally be at ease because I know I'm not constantly trying to be like. What what do I need to do here? What like what does God want for me here? I am just in the house of God, worshiping Him. That is my that is the only thing on my mind, and there's rest that comes with that, and you don't get that sitting on your couch in a virtual service because you're not around any of that, right? And so I, I think it's largely detrimental, and it's something that I think has boomed, um, these last few years, which is so so unfortunate. Yeah. And I think I think there are I don't know. I saw there's one church that was like when Facebook uh launched the metaverse whatever that is and they're like the first church in the metaverse. And it's like you need to be okay like that's that's silly. 
I mean, we're we're not getting with the times f- on that one. All for it, you know. Like if that's the if that's legitimately the only way you can get to church, sure. But for most people, that is not the only way that you can get to church, and you need community. Like if you are attending an online church and you think that that church is the best church for you, bro, move to the city where that church is at and plant yourself. Because that's the thing, is we're called to build the kingdom of God together. We're called to serve a local body together. And you can't do that online. You just get to participate. You just get to watch. You're ba- like you're basically a sports fan watching a game on TV, except yeah. there's some guy talking into a microphone about Jesus. Right? Like, that's... It's the same thing. You're a spectator. You're not a part of it. You're not you, you're not a servant. You're not building anything. You know, like you can't serve on youth. You can't serve on the worship team. You can't serve on the greeting team. You can't serve your church online. You really can't. Yeah. And typing, hey, anybody got any prayer requests in the comment section? Like that's that's bogus. Like get to know these people. Yeah. You know, like you can't build relationship over a computer. Like I, this is, this is a tangent, but I think it matters. Like all of my, my good relationships and all of my good conversations and, and deep conversations, all my deep relationships happen over food. My arm really hurts all of a sudden. Uh, They happen over food. And. I think there's something so special about sharing a meal with somebody. You know, like, I don't care if it's Qdoba or Chipotle or, like, a really well-cooked meal at home or it's like a, hey, let's drive through the drive-thru real quick. Like, there's something special about intimacy and breaking bread together. That's old school. But, like, genuinely, like, being able to sit down and talk and eat and have conversation and get to know somebody, you can't do that online. And for the people that are like, I did it all during COVID. Actually, I went on a million dates while we just – I remember hearing that, and that was so stupid, like, people setting up dates – uh, that of with people that they met online during COVID, and they would just like both get takeout together or whatever, and then eat in front of the camera together. It's like that is the nastiest thing. <laughs> you got food all over your keyboard. Yeah, it's crusty the next day. You guys are like bad Wi-Fi or glitching yeah. out and stuff like that. Yeah, funny. It's silly, but yeah, community matters. Like in person matters, and and uh, you don't get that online. Yeah, that, there was there was a lot more in that hot take than I thought there would be. I'm going to be honest. That was like, so when you're like, hot takes, let's go. Let's go. I, was, I was looking through, because we both have three. And I was looking at all three of mine, and I was like, ah, I don't know. Because I'm, I'm, I, I want to bring like good content to the table. And I was like, I don't know if I can talk about that one for that long. But apparently we you're can. You're a talker. Yeah, um, and I think we uh, we got one point down out of six. Out of six, and uh, but uh, but I think I think it spanned a lot more to- topics than we thought. Do we want to push it to like a forty-five minute episode and try to get one of yours done? We could try to get one of mine done. Although, if I have to talk, let's be honest. Where are we at? Thirty. 32. All right, here we go. Which one? You pick one. 
they're your hot takes. No, but you pick about. one. Pick one that you think you can exhaustively talk about in 15 minutes. You are too relaxed with what you allow in your life. As a Christian, I think most why don't, why people... Don't, why don't you say that again more clearly? That's, what I'm, that's what I'm doing. Okay, okay. My, okay. my hot take is I think most people are probably too lax with what they allow into their life. And what I mean by that is, as Christians, I think we need to understand that the things that we... Uh, Let's say the entertainment we consume, the relationships we have, um, even the food we eat, like whatever, mm. like there are, there is, okay, the food is a physical, you know, like there's a physical thing. Like I think, you know, like if we, if we are to look at what we've been given with our bodies, I think a lot of Christians don't take care of their bodies and i'm not saying that you have to have a six-pack and look like chris hemsworth in in thor but like you, you shouldn't you shouldn't i mean we kind of mock it but like the bible does say like your body is a temple yeah i wasn't gonna reference that verse because that one is about sex ah but um see good thing because <laughs> i don't know the context uh but still i think we should take care of the body that we are given like if we are healthy, we are of more use to God. You know, like... Also, isn't gluttony a sin? Gluttony is a sin. And, you know, and it's not just eating. And I understand that there are extenuating circumstances that some people have health, have health issues that are far beyond their control. We live in a fallen, broken world. 100% agree with that. But for the most part, a lot of us are fully capable and we are fully lazy and we don't take care of our bodies. We are too lax to what we allow. But then in terms of like relationships, like I think too many people hang on to bad friendships just because, oh, I've been friends for a really long time. You have relationships that lead you astray all the time and you let it happen because you're too relaxed with what you allow into your life. I think we're called to be set apart and holy in every single area of our lives. And honestly, sometimes that means saying no to a relationship. Sometimes that means saying no to a romantic relationship, a friendship. Sometimes that means like cutting off family members. So what? Like we are too relaxed with what we allow into our lives. And I think we need to be set apart and holy like we are called to be. And our relationship should, should match that. Like I don't, I there are relationships and friendships that I keep at a distance because they engage things that I'm not going to engage in. Like as a Christian, and it's not like, I was going to say, it's not about being holier than thou, but it is. I'm called to be. I'm called to be different than you. Like I have a group of friends from work. and they're, I'll call them friends. I have different levels of friendships. Let's just go with that. Okay, whatever. Anyway, they're always trying to get me to go to the bars downtown and go drinking and go whatever. And I'm like, no, I say no every single time. My answer is always no. It's always going to be no. That's not who I am. That's not who I'm called to be. I'm not going to allow that into my life. But there's some people that are like, yeah, whatever. What's the big deal? And then you see them like with a group of people on Facebook and there or on Instagram posts or on Snapchat, whatever. And they are living completely different lives than what they're called to be. And, and they're showing more of the world than they are of Christ. Yeah. I think it's the, the TikTok that we shared on our Instagram feed. Um, oh yeah. If you guys don't know, it's, um, what is it? Tim Ross. 
You know him more than I do. So if you say it's Tim Ross, I'm just going to agree with you. It might be. It might not. Check out our Instagram at so I was thinking underscore podcast. Um, Joe Rogan. Um, but he was saying how like uh, sinners hung out with Jesus. Jesus didn't hang out with sinners. Meaning like um, like we'll say we'll say yeah I'm going to the bar because like I'm trying to be I'm around. evangelizing. Yeah, I'm evangelizing at the bar, and it's like no, you're I'm not being a light. You're taking twelve shots just like everybody else. You don't yeah. look any different than anybody else. Jesus didn't go to the bar with sinners. Sinners came to Jesus, had, sat down, had a meal with Jesus, and left feeling convicted, and their lives were changed. Yeah. Right? That That is what's happening. So do you look like Jesus, or do you look like the world? Kind of like how you were saying, you, you're not evangelizing at the bar. Yeah. You're, you're trying to get drunk, right? Yeah. And trying to use your religion to allow for that, yeah. you know? And then, and then lastly, because I brought up three things like taking care of your body, your relationships, and entertainment. I think for the most part, I, I, I think there's an extreme, right? Like I, I will never give up. Uh, well, I shouldn't say never because God could convict me of something and, you know, I might do it. Uh, but for the most part, like I'm not going to give up Netflix for pure flicks. I think... Christian entertainment for the most part and the movies that we put out is so cheesy. It's not worth my time. I have never seen God's Not Dead, God's Not Dead 2, God's Not Dead 3, God's Not Dead 4, Back to the Future. Like, I've not, I've not seen any of those. There is a God's Not Dead. God's Not Dead 5, Fast and Furious. I think that one is actually like a political one. That one went straight to VHS. What? There is a God's Not Dead 5, but I think it was like... There can't be a God's Not Dead 5. We get it. I think it was like... This is the Fast and Furious of the, the Christian they, world. They went to the White House or something. Oh, gosh. Anyway, like, I'm I'm A-OK with... I, I Like, there, there's a certain level, like, I'm not going to do that, right? But I think for the most part, like, I remember, you know, like, there are shows that I've completely just stopped watching because of a scene. And I have never gone back to them. I, I had some people come over to my house. They turned on the show and immediately it started with something inappropriate. I said, can we watch something else? We turned on something else. I have had, you know, like the music that I listened to. I, I love queen. Right. But I felt deeply convicted. I'm like, you know what? Like, this music necessarily doesn't glorify God. And as much as I love, you know, like listening to Queen and I think they have good music, like I've dramatically reduced the amount of Queen that I listen to, like other music. I think the music that you listen to matters. And I think more so like the, the things that we consume through our eyes and through our ears, I think they play a bigger part spiritually in our lives and emotionally in our lives than we care to admit. And there are a lot of people that act like that's not real. And then they struggle with depression and they struggle with this and they struggle with that. And I'm not saying that there aren't other factors, there are chemical imbalances, all of this, but there are other things that at play that I think, you know, like if we limit what we consume and if we were, we're, 
if we try to be holy and if we put everything through a lens, maybe or through a filter and maybe a stricter filter than what we're used to, like we'll notice that we'll grow spiritually. We'll notice that we'll grow emotionally, that we'll grow relationally, that we'll grow in other areas of our lives. And I think I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think too many Christians are like, yeah, what's the problem with watching this movie with tons of naked women? Oh, what's the problem with watching this with tons of profanity? What's the problem with listening to this music that's straight garbage, tons of profanity, beating, or, you know, not beating women, what, but whatever rap music is or whatever. And it's not even just rap music. It's all types of music, doing drugs, you know, like even rock music isn't that great, you know, like country music isn't that great when you think about some of the li- lyrics. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree because we are relaxed and stuff like that. And I think because we, we've we had the culture episode where there is a precedent in the Bible of uh, being a part of culture so that you can better um, witness to people. Like Paul said, like, to preach the Gentiles, I became a Gentile. To preach the Jews, I became a Jew. I, I'm not quoting the verse like verbatim, but I think um, that's kind of the spirit of it, I hope. Um, but, um, like, so there is a precedent. Sorry, you are going to say something. I was going to say, but even then we can't take that verse out of, I think we have to understand what Paul is saying in context. Because Paul didn't, Paul didn't get grills and start drinking lean to evangelize to rappers. Well, yeah. So here, here's my point. So like, there is a precedent for being a part of the culture, like knowing what Star Wars is or knowing what Harry Potter is, or like being like, oh yeah, Justin Bieber, his theology is kind of funky, or being like Kanye West, the Fire Gospel album, right? Um. That was a joke. (laughs) But, like, there is a precedent for knowing what the culture is. But I think being careful of what is, what you're consuming and what's controlling you, what has influence over you. Um, And every, I, I listen to secular music and I've had conversations with people about the secular music that I listen to. For example, I listen, or I listen to, I didn't really like it. Kendrick Lamar's new album, which has some, I, I, I hate to call it spiritual stuff or like content in it because it's very fake and it's very stupid. But because I listened to it, I was able to have a conversation with somebody about that specific album. I was able to talk to them about what I believe, what the Bible says, and it was because I listened to that album. And so like... I think that's an example of where me knowing what the culture is helped me spread the gospel, but I don't let that control me. And for, and I think we, I think we need to be careful because we can say, "Oh, I can quit anytime," which obviously is first words of an addict or whatever. But like, I will stop listening. Like, I will go on Spotify and turn off explicit music for like a month so that I know that it is not the only thing I listen to. It is not what is driving me day in and day out. And like, even as I grow in my faith, when I'm 
feeling like in a funk and stuff like that, I'm turning on worship music. I'm not turning on like secular music. It's where you go to find your peace and your rest. I think that's that's super important. What drives you, I think, is super important. And we're way too relaxed on what we let drive us. Yeah. And I think I think even for the most part, like not Yeah, what drives us and what fuels us, you know, like I I know that a lot of the times um it's easy to it's easy to like I don't know where I was gonna go. I don't know where I was gonna go, and that's okay. I can give up on that thought. I can give up on that thought. Anything else? No, but yeah, the whole thing. I think we're I think we're way too lax about what we allow into our lives. I think I think as Christians, we we get this idea that being holier than thou is a bad thing. And I think if you're if you're a jerk, absolutely it's a bad thing. But because of jerks, being holier than thou has gotten a bad rap. But I think being holier than thou is a is a calling on our lives. Jesus says, literally, be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. Peter calls us to be holy as God is holy. When God makes a covenant with Israel, he says, I, the Lord your God, am holy, therefore you be holy. Being holy is an outcome of a relationship with God. If you are in covenant with God, if you are in relationship with God, he is holy, therefore he expects you to be holy. It's the same thing like, you know, like if you are on a basketball team, you represent the basketball team. You, if I was part of the Los Angeles Lakers, I wear Los Angeles Lakers stuff. I represent who I am or, you know, like I represent my team. I'm team Jesus. I represent Jesus. I better live like Jesus. Yeah. I'm literally called to be holy, holier than thou. And not not in an uppity jerk kind of way, but like literally I'm called to be holier than the people around me. Yeah, that's good. All right. So we made it through <laughs> two out of the six. Yeah. And we're at 46 minutes. Hey, perfect. Here's the thing. That just means that this sets up a part two, which you will hear eventually. Probably in like six weeks or something. Yeah, or, you know, something, something. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, We enjoyed this episode. We enjoy uh, these conversations. that hit that outro? Oh, shoot. My bad. Oh, you had to sit out for that one. You could hear the grunting in the microphone. What are you talking about? <coughs> it was far. <coughs> All right. Anyway, we got to close. Oh yeah. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Follow us you, on social media at so I was thinking underscore podcast. Yeah. On TikTok, and hit Instagram. like and subscribe and share uh, on whatever podcast app you use, whether it's iTunes, whether it's Spotify, whether it's we're not on YouTube anymore. Surprise. Uh, uh, Audible, YouTube, Amazon, all those things, or check out our website at Sausing. No, check out our website, SausingPodcast.com. We love you guys. See you next time.
Peace out, cuties. <laughs>